It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. That's for my crazy day. My pack commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. (laughs) Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash getmore. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for tuning in. A lot to discuss. And by the way, in less than 24 hours, we will be down at Paul Brown Stadium. I will be there for basically the the introduction of camp. Players arrive tomorrow. You're going to hear from them on tomorrow's podcast. So what do I need from you? Subscribe on iTunes and Audioboom.com. Follow on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals for the most comprehensive coverage you're going to get in-depth training camp coverage here on Locked on Bengals on my Twitter. You're going to get video, audio, exclusive one-on-one interviews, recaps of training camp. Uh, I'll be down there myself, former University of Cincinnati quarterback and Carolina Panther quarterback Tony Pike will be there. Uh, We will be doing a recap video each and every day. I will interview him. I will interview others that are there. I know we'll have some national Guys that come in and out of the camp, uh, Peter King was there last year, Mike Sando, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, let's, uh, let's start with this. I mean, training camp, two days away, and there's all these reports out. And there's a couple reports, uh, and one I want to talk about. And I, actually, report might not even be the right word. But I'm going to start with John Ross. And I'm going to start with John Ross because I was on the Ross train. And I have one question. He was cleared by the the Bengals medical staff before the draft. Even with the shoulder, he had off-season shoulder surgery. They weren't concerned that that would be a long-term thing. And now, yesterday, Marvin says he'll play in the preseason at some point. John Ross plans to play in the preseason, but implied that he was going to miss a game or two, maybe multiple. That's fine. But my question for you is, how long is too long? How long is too long when you say, oh, my God, they drafted an injury-prone wide receiver? I told you they shouldn't have picked the 5'10", 5'11", 180-pound John Ross. I told you he was Darius Hayward Bay, and he can't stay healthy. Now, I don't believe those things, and if you listen to the podcast, you know I don't believe those things, but you might. So how long is too long for you to say, well, John Ross is going to look great on the sidelines all season. He can't play and can't get on the field. 
on Twitter at James Rapine. You can email me, James Rapine, at ESPN1530.com. Because I know that's the narrative. And I'll give you another prediction. John Ross might not have the, the fastest start to his NFL career because there's so many different weapons on this offense. And Andy Dalton takes a while to get accustomed to new receiving threats. And this team is going to spread the ball around. And obviously it's a one one target is A.J. Green, the go-to, the guy that's just head and shoulders above everybody else. So Ross might not get 60 catches as a rookie. Hell, he might not get 40 catches as a rookie. But early on, if he struggles, let's say he plays uh, week three, week four of the preseason. Then he gets out there first three weeks in, in Bengal stripes, six catches total, no touchdowns, 67 yards. People are going to say how he's a bust. Fans will say that. Like, that will be a, a topic on this podcast at some point because I'll get an email that says, oh, my God, why did they pick John Ross? 67 yards. The Bengals, yeah, they might be 2-1. and one. Yeah, Joe Mixon might look great, but good God. They could have gotten Derek Barnett or Reuben Foster or O.J. Howard. Instead, they took John Ross. And what would make it worse is if, like, Eifert got injured. They could have had O.J. Howard and Tyler Eifert. Well, he's injured. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you're right. They could have drafted O.J. Howard. But the thing with John Ross, to me, is going to be midseason on. I saw it with Boyd last year. Saw it somewhat with Cody Core. There's a reason I think Tyler Boyd's going to be second on the team in receptions this year. A lot of it has to do with John Ross. I think Tyler Boyd's a good player. I think ultimately this team is going to have to throw it a significant amount. And when they do, teams are going to hone in on A.J. Green. They're going to do their best to not let Eifert beat him over the middle. John Ross on the other side is going to spread defenses out some, even if he doesn't put up crazy numbers. That means Tyler Boyd's going to have someone on him nine times out of ten that doesn't have a chance in hell in sticking with him one-on-one. Whether it's a linebacker or a weaker corner, like the fourth corner, like it's just one of those things. A slower safety, but probably not because the safeties are going to be focused on Green and Ross. Tyler Boyd is going to have a huge sophomore year. And a year from now, I'll probably be saying the same about John Ross. But this year, I will say this. Do not... And I repeat, do not drink the Kool-Aid of, oh, John Ross is a bust if he, if he struggles early on this year. And by struggle, I don't even mean not execute. I just mean not put up the numbers you thought maybe a ninth overall pick would put up in his first few games as a rookie. Now let's segue, and there's another Bengals player injury-wise that I'm a bit concerned about, and we'll get to that in just a second here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. But first... A word from my friends at SeatGeek. Because buying tickets to sports and concerts, it can be complicated, but the simplest way to buy is with SeatGeek. It's smart, super easy. Look, all you do, you download the SeatGeek app. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. And easiest way to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere. Tap, tap, tickets, boom. Instantly find seats. I actually just used uh, SeatGeek. Went to the FC Cincinnati game with Mo Egger. On and if you don't know what FC Cincinnati is, it's the local soccer team. Went uh, what was it Monday? Yeah, I think it was Monday. Had had some relatives come up 
from Jacksonville, and they went to a a Reds-Cubs game, what was it, three weeks ago or so. They use SeatGeek. It's super simple. You can do it anytime. You don't need to log into a computer or anything like that. Quickest, easiest, smartest way. It saves you time and money because it searches all these ticket sites, a bunch of ticket sites, to compare prices and find you deals. And it gets the, the best bang for your buck because it grades every ticket based on value to help you get immediate uh, to identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, everything's guaranteed. So you're not going to be sweating as you go through the ticket aisle wondering. Like, you know, we all, all had a friend who bought a ticket from a scalper and then the ticket didn't work. Zero chance that happens with SeatGeek because the seats are guaranteed. So you're going to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you have to do, download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code LONFL. That's promo code LONFL for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Use that promo code. So like Locked On NFL, LONFL. Get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Do it now. That's SeatGeek. Download the app. L-O-N-F-L is the promo code. And whether you're going to preseason games or anything like that, it works, by the way. But speaking of the preseason, report came down from the Cincinnati Enquirer that Giovanni Bernard could be cleared. And Jim Osarski, Cincinnati.com, writes this. Running back Giovanni Bernard looks like he'll be cleared to participate as well Friday after rupturing his left ACL just eight months ago. I know he's been working. He hasn't spoke to media. It's been going well. Everything I've heard as far as the Giovanni Bernard knee since he got injured is it's going great. I mean, the rehab was great. Uh, everything from February on when we started to kind of pay attention and monitor how it was going. Man, please, please take it slow with Gio. Now, I love the fact that he's probably not going to be on the pup list. But good God, if you want this offense, and man, if if you listen to this podcast, and this isn't your first time listening, you know what I think this offense should do. (laughs) I haven't even considered, and I'm not sure I, I I was going to, because you never know with ACLs. Haven't even considered the idea of Giovanni Bernard being his, his normal self early on this year. If, <laughs> if Giovanni Bernard and Joe Mixon can be in the same backfield, they do the same thing. Both willing blockers. Both can catch out of the backfield. Like it or not, because people think he's just like a scat back that can't run between the tackles. Giovanni Bernard can do the goal line stuff that Hill can. And he can run between the tackles. You're going to have two running backs that you can swap out that can both break away, that can both put up huge, huge plays. Wow. Just take it slow. Like eight months after tearing your ACL, rupturing it. Rupture sounds worse. That's why I want to say it because that's how bad it was, man. You're going to come back? That's that's freakish. And I know ACL recovery times are getting better and better and better. And, hell, I saw him walking months ago in, in the way medicine works and all that and the Adrian Peterson story. I get all of that. Just please take it slow. Slow with Geo. 
Again, I, I, I don't love Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill can be serviceable alongside Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's the best running back they have. He's better than Gio. He is. Got more talent. Not the experience, but the talent, it's just better. He's just better. I, I'm 100% sure on that. But a Gio Mixon backfield? Oh, good luck. 30 points a game? Yeah. And you're going to come back to the offensive line, and we'll do that, and we'll touch on the offensive line a ton. I get it. But, man, oh, man. If Giovanni Bernard, I'm telling you what, if, if you're re- think about trying to guard that team. Everybody will be able to run any route. Like, A.J. Green can move anywhere. Joe Mixon can play the slot. Giovanni Bernard can play the slot. They can both catch out of the backfield. A.J. Green can move. Brandon LaFell can move. John Ross, you can certainly use him in the slot. Tyler Boyd's a great slot wide receiver. Like you have Cody Cork can play outside. They're so versatile in adding Geo to the mix as well. Look out. And then it brings me back to, to what I, I've had trouble with digesting all offseason, which it's simple. It's can Paul Alexander get this offensive line to be competent? Guys that are all players they drafted while he was the coach. And the other thing is simple. Can Ken Zampezi get comfortable and win with these weapons? It sounds like a real simple job, right? But he wasn't he wasn't Hugh Jackson last year. Now this does kind of dispute things because back in June, Jeff Hobson wrote that that Geo could potentially be held out the first couple of games. Regular season games. The regular season doesn't begin for another month. A month and what a month and a half, essentially, six weeks. So it it'll be interesting, but it's been conflicting reports the whole time. I, I mean, back in February it was like, oh, he's probably gonna avoid the pup list. And then maybe miss early season games. And now it's hell, he's gonna avoid the pup list to get and, and play Pretty quickly, it seems like. So I, I think it's interesting. Just don't rush him. But the thought, picture this. Andy Dalton, either in under center or in shotgun. I mean, you could do either one. A backfield of Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. Tyler Eifert at tight end. A.J. Green lined up on one side. John Ross, opposite. Tyler Boyd in the slot, and then they motion Geo or Joe Mixon to the other slot. I'm not sure there's a team in the NFL who could guard all of them. Because you're motioning out one of the backers, or one of the running backs, he's probably going to have a linebacker on him. I don't know many linebackers that can guard Giovanni Bernard. Joe Mixon is Geo with speed, or, or with size. He's got his speed, he's got Geo's speed. But he's huge. I'm not sure many linebackers will be able to guard him. I'm not sure there are many third, fourth corners that will be able to guard Tyler Boyd one-on-one. And I I still haven't mentioned Green or Eifert, who are probably going to command double teams. At least one of them will, AJ. This offense, 30 points a game, I I think it's doable. I think that that's – like in all seriousness – Tomorrow, when I start talking to players, I'll mention, I'll, I'll talk to someone on offense. 
I'm going to say, is that crazy? Hey, hopefully I can get to AJ. Is it crazy to think you could you guys could average 30 points a game? And we'll probably hear from Giovanni Bernard as well because he said he would talk at training camp. Tomorrow's probably the day. So, you guys, I, I, I appreciate you listening, but the thought of Gio coming back 100% healthy, if you're a Bengals fan, and I know you've been concerned about the offensive line, you have to like the sound of that. You, you have to. Here's what I need from you. Because just like we did during the draft, it's about to ramp up podcast-wise. Training camp coverage starts tomorrow. Interviews, exclusive one-on-one interviews. We'll get scrum sound with uh, a bunch of media members hovering around the big stars, Andy Dalton, A.J. Green, et cetera, et cetera. And, man, I didn't even get time for Bob Costas's comments today. There's going to be a lot of training camp stuff we get to. And uh, you're going to get exclusive interviews. Share it on social media. Share it with any Bengals fans that you know that haven't found us yet on iTunes or Audioboom.com. Give us a follow on Twitter, at LockedOnBengals, at James Erpine. Get your SeatGeek tickets or your tickets from the SeatGeek app with L-O-N-F-L. That's the promo code. And until tomorrow when you'll hear interviews from Bengals training camp, I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wildcard exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.